You're listening to A Thousand and One Fantasies. All descriptions are intended to be legal in all jurisdictions, including but not limited to all characters being of legal age for sexual activity. You're a freshman in college, and it's a warm, sunny day, one of the last in October, so you decide you'll read your book outside on a nice grassy hill. While you're studying, a guy approaches you, and he says, you know, can I talk to you for a second? You put your book down, he says, "Um, my fraternity is having a party and I wanted to invite you. We're looking for girls who are willing to come to entertain our alumni. We're paying a thousand dollars, all you have to do is show up for one night. You look at him very suspiciously, and you say, where is this party? And he tells you, the fraternity, and it's a fraternity you recognize, and it's famous for having a lot of very wealthy alumni, so it does kind of make sense that they could throw around this kind of money. And he says that you'll get paid in cash at the end of the night. You're still very suspicious. But he gives you a card that has the date and time. And he says, oh, one other thing. It's a costume party. And all the costumes are going to be provided. And he walks away. You have a few days to decide whether you're going to go or not. And the more you think about it, it's not even so much the money. You're just kind of curious to see what's going to happen at the party. So you convince yourself to go. You show up at the giant mansion that serves as the frat house. Somebody's standing near the front entrance. And he says, oh no, the the girls have to come in through the back. To the servant's entrance. And he shows you which way to go. Walk around the house. Come to the servant's entrance. More guys are there to help direct you. These must be all the college students who are current members of the fraternity that are putting on this party for the alumni. And they guide you to a dressing room. Inside, you see a big wardrobe of different costumes. You start looking through them. You think, no, this one's too sexy. Uh, This one's too skimpy. But after looking through ten costumes, you realize they're all very sexy and skimpy. Plus, one of the fraternity members is watching you look at the costumes. That makes you feel very uncomfortable. You say to him, "Um, Aren't there more costumes to choose from? He says, No. That's it. Those are the pre-approved costumes. You pick out a maid costume. Take off your clothes. And put the costume on over your panties and bra. The costume doesn't really cover your underwear very well. It's very embarrassing. You come out. And the frat boy wants to get a good look at you. 
He says, oh, hold on. You were told that you only get to wear the costume, right? That you can't wear your own clothes, right? You nod your head. Because you're wearing the costume. You changed out of your clothes. He says, no, no, no. You can't wear any of your clothes, including underwear. So you take off your underwear, readjust the costume, and the frat boy says, ah, oh, that's better. How does it feel? And you just mumble, it feels nice, and you like it, and you hurry past him. But he grabs you by the arm, he says, hold on a second, you have to put these on too. And he hands you a pair of high-heeled shoes. He takes his eyes off you as he greets the next girl coming in. You walk from the changing room down to the great hall. And you enter it. There's dozens of guys inside. They're not dressed up in Halloween costumes. They're all wearing suits and ties. But they all are wearing masks. The room is very dark. It's only lit up by candles. There are smoke machines giving it a foggy appearance. You notice some of the other girls are already here. They seem to be flirting with the guys quite a bit. You also notice that a lot of the guys have look like leashes in their hands. You're looking around, trying to figure out what to do. The guy who recruited you comes up. He welcomes you to the party and tells you it's an open bar and that you shouldn't hang out on the edges but go and talk to some of the guys. So you go to the bar and get a drink. That drink disappears surprisingly fast. And you grab another one. And one of the guys approaches you. And says, oh, you're dressed as a maid, huh? That's a great costume. And you mumble that you, you picked it out. And he says, why don't you come over here and talk to me? And he takes the leash in his hand, and he connects it to your neck. You didn't even notice when you were putting on the costume, but the little black choker that you thought was part of the French-made costume has a little metal loop. That's where he attaches the collar. And he starts pulling on the leash. He pulls you over to a set of couches. He sits down and pulls you onto his lap. He starts asking you questions about where you're from and what you're studying. You answer them politely despite the awkwardness of the situation. A couple other guys come sit down next to you too. They join in the conversation asking you questions. They all seem very interested in you. One of the guys lifts up the little skirt 
looks at your butt from behind, and then he lets it fall again. Another guy asks you what you're drinking, and gets you another one. The guy whose lap you're sitting on keeps telling you how lucky you are to be invited to this party, and how there's a lot of powerful men here, a lot of rich men who could really take care of you. He runs his hands all over your body. He starts with your arms and your neck. He caresses your legs, starting around your knee. Eventually he starts to work his way towards more private areas. Runs his hands gently across your breasts through the fabric of the costume. The other two guys start touching your body as well. The conversation turns from them asking you questions to them talking to each other about your body and what nice big breasts you have, what nice round butt you have, how good you look in the maid costume, how how good you look wearing a collar and a leash. The guy who's holding your leash seems to be the leader. One of the other guys says, Hey, Stan, can we get a better look at her breasts? Stan, whose lap you've been sitting on, reaches up, pulls the top of your costume down, exposing both your breasts simultaneously. Stan looks you in the eyes and says, Don't worry. It's gonna be okay. You're in good hands, okay? You don't know what to do, so you just nod your head, yeah. And Stan puts both his hands on your breasts and starts to squeeze them. Stan gently puts your nipples between his thumb and his forefingers and then starts to squeeze them. He announces to the other guys, Yeah, they're real. They're natural, aren't they? You're too embarrassed to say that they are. Stan stands up, pushing you off his lap. Stan goes around to the opposite side of a table that was near the couches and pulls on the leash until you climb up on the tables. He says, that's right, just like that. On all fours, please. Then he comes back around your skirt, flips it up behind you onto your back. He says, take a look at this, guys. All three guys look at your ass and look at your pussy up in the air. And one of the guys says, what are you going to do, Stan? Are you going to fuck her? Stan says, I haven't decided yet. He says, Yeah, I guess I will. You're shocked and terrified when you realize that Stan is about to fuck you in front of all these people. And then another guy comes up to them and he says, I'll be taking her now. Stan says, what, what do you mean? You can't just take her. 
I'm the one who put a leash on her. She's mine. You know the rules. And the second man says, Do you know who I am? Stan looks at one of his friends, who shakes his head gravely. Stan says, Fine. He reaches over, unhooks the collar. He says, She's all yours. But the man says, Not in this condition, she's not. Clean her up. Stan helps you down off the table, smooths your skirt back down, pulls your top back up to cover your breasts. He says, There, good as new. The man takes his leash and attaches it to your collar. He says to Stan, Very good. Enjoy the party. And he walks away, pulling you in his wake. He takes you upstairs into a private room where it's just you and him. And he says, This is your first time at one of our parties, isn't it? You're quite the hit. But I couldn't allow your first time to be so degrading, so haphazard, so public. And he starts to stroke the side of your arm. He runs his hand across the top of your breasts and continues to stroke you, rubbing your arms and rubbing your breasts. And he pushes his hand down inside your costume and grabs your breast with his hand pinches your nipple. I'm so glad you decided to come tonight. And leans in and gives you little kisses on your neck and down past your collarbone and kisses the tops of your breasts. And then, ever so gently, pulls the top down, exposing your nipples. He starts to give you kisses all around your nipple, but not directly on it. He stops kissing your breasts for a moment, looks up at you. You really have amazing breasts. They're real attention getters, aren't they? He returns to kissing your breasts. Now he starts sucking on your nipples. He says... I've been looking for a girl like you to add to my collection. Turns you around, lifts your skirt up, and gives you little spanks on your bottom. And he bends you over the bed, takes his fingers, and traces gently around your pussy lips. He says, a girl like you needs a man who knows how to take care of her, don't you? Do you have a boyfriend? Shake your head no. He says, that's good. We wouldn't want any complications. It's so much more difficult when a girl has entanglements. He takes his fingers. He pushes them inside you. He says, 
Do you always get this wet? Are you too embarrassed to answer him? Before you know what's going on, you feel his cock pressing up against you. And then he starts to push his cock inside you. And he says, oh, you feel so good inside. You feel so tight. You feel so sexy. He gives you little spanks on your ass. When he has his cock all the way inside you, he reaches around and starts squeezing your breasts and starts fucking you. Oh, yeah. You're my property now. I own you now. You need a man who knows what he wants. You need a man who knows how to control you. You need a man who can tell you what to do, don't you? I've been looking for a new girl to train. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. I'm going to show you how to please a man. I'm going to show you how to be submissive. He continues fucking you while telling you all the plans that he has for you. Then he pushes his cock all the way inside you and starts to come. While he's coming, he spanks your ass really hard. And you feel his cum inside you. And you wonder if it's even safe or if you're going to get pregnant. Then he pulls his cock out. And you collapse in a heap on the floor. You look up at him as he pulls a wad of hundred dollar bills out of his pocket. He drops a bunch of them on you. He says, Here, that's two thousand dollars. You're to leave the party immediately and go back to your room. Do you understand? You don't really understand, but you nod your head. He says, Good girl. I'll call upon you when I need you next. He walks out of the room, leaving you there to clean up yourself and gather up the money. The end. Thanks for listening to this story created by A Thousand and One Nights Erotic Audio Fantasies. We could not make these stories without the support of listeners like you. Financial supporters get rewards such as unpublished stories. And every time you like, subscribe, rate, comment, or share on any platform, you're helping us. Always remember, you are beautiful and your haters know it.